I began by praising Allah and repeating my praise upon Allah who sent Sayyidina Muhammad وسلم, as our guide. I bear witness that there is one God alone and I bear witness that Sayyidina Muhammad وسلم, was the final messenger sent by God to guide humanity. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send blessings and peace upon Sayyidina Muhammad, upon his family, and upon his friends until the end of time. And then I advise myself in you to have taqwa, to be mindful of God, to be conscious of Allah, and to not die except as Muslims. May we have taqwa in Allah. May we fulfill all of his commands and abstain from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited. May we always be in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's protection in this world and in the hereafter. Ameen. Today I want to reflect upon what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the Quran regarding community. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَاعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ وَلَا تُشْرِكُوا بِهِ شَيْئًا وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانُ وَبِذِ الْقُرْبَ وَالْيَتَامُ وَالْمَسَاكِينَ وَجَّارِ ذِي الْقُرْبَ وَجَّارِ الْجُنُبِ وَصَاحِبِ بِالْجَنْبِ وابن السبيل وما ملكت أيمانكم إن الله لا يحب من كان مختالا فخورا Worship Allah and associate nothing with him and do good to your parents and to the relatives and to orphans and the needy and the close neighbor and the farther neighbor and the companion and your friend at your side and the traveler and whatever you have control over Indeed, Allah does not like those who are self-deluding and boastful the verse that I just read gives us a holistic approach, a comprehensive description of the life of a Muslim. It emphasizes two important points that we should focus on, inshallah. Just as one guards one's relationship with God by worshiping Him, one should also guard one's relationship with others. The Prophet Muhammad taught us the mannerisms and the way in which we should observe our relationship with Allah, as well as the way we should observe our relationship with other people. I want to summarize the lessons of the Prophet ﷺ from several hadith, inshallah. First, we have to try to worship Allah with a true sense of worship. The responsibility of the mu'min or the mu'mina is to ensure that she or he guards and maintains her acts of worship and good deeds. Rasulullah ﷺ said in a hadith narrated by Imam Muslim, فَإِنَّ حَقَّ اللَّهِ عَلَى الْعِبَادِ أَنْ the right of God upon his servants is that they should worship him alone and never associate anything with him. And the right of the servants upon God is that he does not punish anyone who does not associate with him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us true believers in Allah people who do not associate anything with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But let us also ask, 
have we fulfilled Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rights upon us. Perhaps we are among those people who treat others well and respectfully and, and beautifully with the character that the Prophet ﷺ has taught us. But we have to ask ourselves also, what about our relationship with God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? How is our relationship with the one who created us? Have we devoted enough time to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in worship and remembrance of him? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues and has showered us with so many various blessings. He provided ease for us in our lives, a calm environment in which to live, food and water, people around us who care for us, and a functioning government, and so on and so on and so on. If we compare our lives to that just of a few generations before us, we obviously have it much easier, with much less work abandoned upon us. Imagine Sayyidati Aisha radiallahu anha said that the family of the Prophet وسلم, the family of Muhammad وسلم, had never eaten their fill of wheat bread for three consecutive nights since they had emigrated to Medina until the death of the Prophet From the time the Prophet وسلم, left Mecca until his death, his family and himself had never eaten their full amount of bread for three consecutive nights. But even then, despite going through so many challenges and difficulties, the Prophet ﷺ never made these an obstacle or a hurdle for him uh, to, to increase his deeds and his acts of worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He ﷺ was constantly making istighfar, constantly repenting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He would lengthen his salawat, he would lengthen his ruku'ah, he would lengthen his sajda during his prayers. The Prophet ﷺ would recite the Qur'an with such a deep thought and such deep appreciation that he would cry when he was reading verses that describe the hellfire and its punishments. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. And he would ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be granted a place in Allah's paradise whenever he would read verses that described heaven. SubhanAllah. How often do we read quickly the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without really allowing them to impact us as much as they could? The Prophet Wasallam's acts of worship and deeds should be an example for all of us and a source of motivation for us to boost our own effort, particularly as we approach Ramadan. He personalized his relationship with the Qur'an. When he read the Qur'an, he understood that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was talking to him directly. This is something I think we all need to do. Realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking to us directly. Realize that the lessons in our lives, the difficulties, the challenges, all of the, the beauty that we're surrounded with is all for us to become better men and better women. The second point is that we should be maintaining ties with others and contributing to the society around us, to the community in which we live. In the Quranic verse that I recited earlier, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about doing good to parents and orphans, the poor, friends and neighbors. In other words, a believer should maintain good ties with those around him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions all of this after the importance of worshipping him and not ascribing any partners with him. Worship Allah and associate nothing with Him. 
and do good to parents and to relatives and to orphans and needy and the near neighbor and the far neighbor and your friend at your side and the tra traveler and everything you have control over. Indeed, Allah does not like those who are self-deluded and boastful. According to many scholars of tafsir, the words of this verse are arranged so that they reflect what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to prioritize. A Muslim, a mu'min, is many things. A mu'min doesn't lie. A Muslim gives to his or her neighbors in charity. A Muslim loves peace. A Muslim is someone who prays five times a day. A Muslim is someone who will contribute to the welfare of the community, no matter where he is or where she finds herself. He contributes and helps the society to progress, the community to progress, and her actions and efforts are felt and appreciated by those around her. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created hum humankind with differences between us, whether it is the color of skin or our shape or our size, the languages we speak, and so on. But some of us tend to overlook one aspect when we interact with others. And the thing that is often overlooked is the difference within our opinions and our thoughts. This diversity in our ways of being and style has to be understood by all. Just as how there's diversity in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation, there's also diversity in the society and in our lifestyles. So a mu'min should be able to, be, to accept this as a fact of life and to strive to celebrate this diversity. We're not all the same. And this community, our Islamic society, is helped when people with different ideas and different backgrounds and different opinions come forward. And this is also true on a larger scale. I am confident that all of us here want what is best for our beloved country of Canada. So it is crucial that we understand that we live in a multiracial, a multi-ethnic, a multi-religious society. One may falsely think that what I'm talking about is something that has been labeled as Canadian Islam and not really legitimate or representative of normative Islamic tradition from quote-unquote Muslim lands. But the ideas of today's khutbah actually come from the Wazir al-Awqaf, the Ministry of Religious Affairs from a quote-unquote Muslim country. It could just have as easily been a khutbah that you might hear in London or New York. Wherever Islam is, we need to appreciate and strive to enhance the harmony and the peace that we all enjoy together. There may be things that you don't like, but that means that you need to step forward and be an agent of improving things, not someone who steps away because they don't like something and then just doesn't want to become involved. The Prophet ﷺ told us, as recorded in Tirmidhi, "Inna Allaha la yajma ummati, aw qal, ummata Muhammadin ala dalalatin, wa yadullahi ala jamaati, wa man shadha shadha finnar." Ibn Umar reports that the God's Messenger said, وسلم, God will not cause all my people, or he said Muhammad's people, to, call, to err. God's hand is over the community, and he who separates from it will be separate in hell. May Allah protect us. This may be a weaker hadith, maybe only 75% chance that we are sure if the Prophet وسلم, said it, but perhaps more to the point. The Prophet ordered us to take care of a series of things, as recorded in Ahmed and at Tirmidhi. The Prophet ﷺ said, The Prophet ﷺ said, I order you to look after five things. And the first thing he said, ﷺ, The 
The first thing he said was the community, look after the community. The annual general meeting of the Islamic Society of the Niagara Peninsula is this Sunday, March the 28th at 2 p.m. Inshallah, I hope all of you will attend. An email has gone out. If you don't have access to that email, please get in touch with ISNP and we'll get you that information. Or you can go to isnp.ca and on the website there should be instruction on how to register. It's 2 p.m. this Sunday. I hope all of you will attend. You don't need to leave your houses. You just have to log on because of the new variants and the possibility of a third wave now of COVID-19 in Ontario. The board has organized a safe way for us to find out more about the community and a way for people to voice their opinions and their questions. Please attend. The more people who are helping this community, the more people with different ideas that come forward, the more beautiful it will become, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to bless the Islamic Society of the Niagara Peninsula. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to bless the board of directors and every member who's involved in the community. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to bless you and your families. Please remember to go to isnp.ca and register for the AGM, which is coming up on Sunday at 2 p.m. Inshallah, we'll see you all over Zoom. We'll see you virtually, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to protect us all. From the Islamic Society of the Niagara Peninsula, I am Murtaza Najmuddin. Assalamu alaikum. Jumma Mubarak.